Welcome, FM enthusiasts. This is Free Music Empire, Attention Undivided. I am your host, Dan O, bringing Bob Belcher energy all post Father's Day. I got a Bob Bob's Burgers t-shirt for Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Feeling good. So, and I'm lucky to have one of the titans of 2021 music. <laughs> it, Personally, I don't know numbers. I don't know what's going on there, but someone who drastically shifted the year in music uh, for me. So we're talking today to Luca. Uh, peace, peace. We're 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 throwing it here. There's like, yeah, no. There, it's it's been a crazy. It's been a journey. I your your album drop when the black hand touches you is something I'll, I'm going to remember because it was one of those who is this guy moments mm-hmm. where we all scrambled to like no more, you know, yeah. instantly. Uh, did you feel that or were you, were you insulated uh, at the other end of it? I mean, I didn't feel that. I was kind of ready to move on. That's kind of, um, because you got to think about it. I, I recorded that album months before it dropped it was during COVID. Yep, yep. And like we kept we kept pushing it back and pushing it back until we finally was like, yo, man, fuck it, bro. We gonna um we're gonna drop it in January. We're gonna drop it at the beginning of the year. So by that time I was already over it. I was like 80% done with the new album. Oh shit. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, but to answer your question, I didn't that's probably because I, I move on quick i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but i have so much art that i want to put out to the world and so much to say that i just move so i mean i got um direct messages you know what i mean in the dm telling Mm -hmm. me like i just stumbled upon your music i really appreciate your music this has gotten me through this this has gotten me through that and i was very very appreciative of all of that i love that but it it hadn't it didn't hit me until you just said it honestly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was like one of those TV shows where the control room scrambles to figure out what to do now. Um, mm-hmm. It was definitely that vibe because it was it was so potent and it was for me there were like waves of recognition. Right, first thing I see on this, being a student of this shit, is that Cities of Eve produced on it, and mm-hmm. I'm like. What what's up with that? And then I'm like, this dude produced right next to cities. And I'm like, not everybody can do that. Yeah. <laughs> not everybody can do that. You know, and, and I was like, that's that's interesting. So and his beats didn't sound like from a different planet from your beats, which was impressive by itself, right? Yeah. Synergy there. And I was like, wow, that's that's special. That's something I need to figure out. And then you press play on the voice and it's like Scarface is back, you know? <laughs> Appreciate that. That's a great compliment, man. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. I mean, um, as far as me and cities, man, like a lot of people like to ask how that works. Um, Cause we're kind of from two different worlds, mm-hmm. two different backgrounds. Um, but we share the same love for the music and you know what I mean? We, we yeah. have some of the same ideas. We just, um, go at them differently but when we come together it's like 
Batman and Superman almost. You know, they have this this crazy relationship, this love-hate relationship, even though we don't have a hate part in our relationship. You get what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's that kind of relationship. It's that strong. And when we come together, uh, like the Wu used to say, we form Voltron, we're just two people. Right. So yeah, yeah. shout out to that brother, man. It's a close, close, dear friend of mine. Yeah, no, we um, we did it. Like I did um, the I, I did a whole thing called the artist of the unbound function. Basically, that they're like a, an unbound function is basically the variables on each side can be anything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of and I used the crashing sounds of how it goes, which is the new cities of Eve album, as an example, and I said. Mm-hmm. Cities is a guy who doesn't care at all about consistency. He doesn't care at all about how you feel about this one compared to the last one. Doesn't even enter his mind. That's facts. I'm glad you get that about him because that is him. That's him to the T. He don't as, do it. As somebody who's been fuck. following the journey, you never know what the fuck you're going to get from City. Yeah. Uh, but that's what you love. You go along with that journey. And it's exciting because you're going to hit anyone that. Yeah, thanks. He builds these dense worlds. Um, and there's something about your flow. And, I mean, I'm I'm generally an agreeable dude. You did an uh, interview with Rohan, who's a friend of mine. I love Rohan. And I said, you know what? That's a great interview. I'm just going to let it sit. Like, I don't even need to talk to this dude. I just love this interview. Um, mm-hmm. So I put Black Hand on my album of the year running Google Doc, and it just kept going up. Just kept going up. <laughs> Thank right. you, man. Yeah. Um, and I was like, there's just something about you that cannot be misunderstood. Thank you, man. When you press play on the track, you, it's there's wordplay, there's imagery, there's stuff getting flipped, but your delivery is so unmistakable. Um, I have sent your shit to like the nerdiest nerd rap guys, the, the grungiest like guys, they're all, they all respond the same way. There's something unmistakable about it. And that kind of unmistakable thing mixed with cities, dense world building is just kind of a perfect back and forth. It seems like. Yeah. Um, Again, um, opposites attract. You, you know what I mean. Um, nope. We, I, I can't explain it, man. We just, we just gel together perfectly. We've been doing this for like twelve plus years or oh, eleven plus years. Yep. So we've been at this um, eleven plus years, and um, we, we just know that the art is so important that we don't give a fuck how long it takes. We don't care. We we don't follow any of the rules. That's 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 a secret of ours. We don't follow the rules. We're gonna do whatever we want to do. Um, I don't do hooks purposely. You know what I mean? Um, he does he'll do a hook every now and then, but I wouldn't even call it a hook. But um, we just don't follow any of the rules. I, I feel like when you do that, you start to keep yourself in a box. Like I like to bar out, man, because I'm right. I'm I'm a I'm a um there's a lot of parts to me. So mm-hmm. I don't want to just talk about one thing. 
right. in one song. I can do that. I've done it for years, but take Pac, for instance. Pac would fucking be talking about saving the world, healing his brother, then turn around and start banging on the same song. Right. And right. I just, I felt like that's a perfect example of a real person with multiple feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, that's a real human. Not saying these other rappers and other MCs are real humans. I'm, I'm just saying, like, right. I like when you don't have to stick to a formula. The formula is to not have a formula, almost. Right. And then when you're good at your art, I feel like the formula is just going to make itself. You know what I mean? Like, when the artist that when you when you love what you're doing and you're putting a hundred percent in, you don't have to overthink it because there's people out there like you that's gonna listen to it and get it. Right, right. You know, so yeah. that that's the formula there. Like is to is to not have a formula. The formula will be the formula will create itself in the art. Yeah, yeah. So, it was yeah. and it sounds weird to describe it, right? Like I remember, I mean short story writer, you know, that, that was kind of my thing, right? Mm-hmm. I've published my own books and whatever, but like people would be like, what is your process? How do you do it? And I'm like, I don't know, man, once you create the characters, you kind of let the characters make decisions in the world you build. Exactly. Exactly. Now, mind you, when the black hand touches you, yes, there was a, a, a theme. Right, right, right. Which was like, I told Rowan, I was like, um, it was a blueprint for my son, but how I wanted to deliver the blueprint to him, I had no idea. I just let my, well, I can't say pen anymore, my thumbs, because I'm on the phone right, right now. Right, right. I just let my thumbs tap away, man. You know, so like, it's, it's something you can't explain. It's just, you almost know what you want to say, but can't put it into words, but in rap form. I don't know if that makes sense. Right. I don't know if you got that. The adversity's already there. It's already in the picture. The characters are in the picture. Then you let it, let it kind of develop. Just let it go. And it's you doing it, but it's not you thinking about it. It's you just following. Exactly. You just don't want to betray what you've done. You know that, and I'm staying true to how I feel in myself, and that's that's the most important thing with this art. That's that's what I. That's why I when I met Cities of Eve. That's what made me gravitate towards him mm-hmm. because I was like man this man is he don't give a fuck he is himself you know like I know him personally Ooh. you know what I'm saying yeah. like not yeah. just the music I'm like yeah. he is himself and I was just like hmm because you know I, I come up in the area where yeah you have to be yourself but you have to add on to it to survive you know yeah, yeah. yep yep and then it eventually becomes yourself Right. Because it's 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 a behavior that you were taught, and it just keeps growing with you, so right. it becomes you. But like when I used to see Gavin, it was almost like, did did he have to add on to who he was to survive? I used to ask those type of questions, you know, <laughs> like me and him had. We we I'm sorry I'm sorry we 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 dived into a lot of deep conversations because I just used to be like, man, man, you don't give a fuck, do you? There's, there's like one dude in every click who kind of doesn't give a fuck and can't lie yeah and just walks into a room and just devastates it you know i, remember, I was in the army one of my friends uh 
was what, what, one of my female friends, very close to her. And she was great, but her boyfriend was cheating on her in the barracks right across the street. Mm-hmm. And my boy was doing the guard duty at the front desk. And so she goes up and asks him, where is he? And he just looks right at her, doesn't even hesitate. He's like, I saw her go to the B company with, with the blonde there. <laughs> she stomps out. I'm looking at him like, what are you doing? He's like, shooting from the hip, baby. I don't, you know, he just, he just does it. And yeah. people like that. They're just fearless. They don't care. Uh, yeah. Like that dude. Uh, my last city's point. Now, this is interesting. 11 years, you say. I, mm-hmm. My my next reaction once I finished the whole album was the article I want to write. This I have a thing called album ancestors, where it's basically this album wouldn't have existed without this album. Uh, and I was like, Black Hand doesn't exist without digital lows. That was going to be my angle. And now this isn't based on you and your development and you needing it. I have a theory that the audience needs to be taught how to listen to someone. Okay. And cities taught the world how to unlearn what they thought they knew about Memphis. 100%. No, 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 no. I got you. You circle back around. I feel that. He knows that too. All the Memphis heads know that. That's facts. That's 100%. Digital Lowe's had like a modest mouse cover on it at the end. Like, it, it had these beautiful soul samples. It was not yeah. Three Six Mafia. It was not what people thought of when they thought of Memphis. I was there, bro. <laughs> I was there. I made Doom with a Gloom. I Ooh. produced that beat. Damn. Yeah, so, yeah, I was, yeah, I was there. It was, it was, it was, it was monumental. Yeah. You know, so that was, that, that's what I was, I was like, shit, man. I don't know if the heads would know how to listen to this without what cities has done uh, so that's that was and it was funny to then hear that you guys were really close and i was like oh shit that's cool like this is yeah. all, all coming together um, no nah, that's 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 facts man i never yeah digital lows and, and gavin would be fuck um that gavin the to be by the way gavin would be um modest right now if you were to say that to him you know what i mean yep. But I, I feel like he knows because he hates digital lows. He loves it, but he hates it because he's like, man, I'm over that. That's back there. I'm here. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, nah, that, that's that's a fire fact, man. For real. For real. I, I could put Meet Me on Montrose on in the car and everybody starts singing along with the sample. It's undeniable. Yeah. Just Facts. Yeah. So that's – I think it's an important album. So – to go big picture on Memphis, how would you describe what Memphis? Shout out to Digital Lows, man. My bad, man. Shout out to Digital Lows. You just made me think about some crazy shit right it, there, man. Um, yeah, it holds the fuck up, man. That is yeah. so cool to listen. And that that was the first thing when Roe hit me and was like, "Man, City's a Vive. I need to learn more about this." I'm like, go back to Digital Lows, man. Uh, yeah, and we did that. So, but yeah, how would you describe what Memphis brought? to rap the the personality all these different regions have different personalities i feel like i feel like we're we're super dark um 
Memphis, like I like I told um, the homie in the last interview, I was just like, we're named after the city of the dead in Egypt. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I feel like that shit is true in Memphis. No doubt, Memphis is very historic. A lot of history here. Beautiful history. I feel like we brought to the game that even though something is so beautiful, it's dark as hell. You know what I mean? Like when people think of Memphis, they think of Martin Luther King. They think of the sanitation strike. They think of Elvis. They think of all of these things, the pyramid. They think of all of this. And and but when you go to get to those places, you got to go through some. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you got to go through my neighborhood to get downtown. I mean, you could take the expressway, but you know, it's 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 not that far. So it's just like. I um I said a line in in the in the song coming up. Well, I actually just put that song. I was like, um, um, what did I say? I said, um, we 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 watch them grow, and then the world turns them into a dying rose. Woo. And I feel like it's um that's Memphis. Like it's so beautiful, man. But but it but it when you let it go, it dies. So you have to dig up that dirt and find that beauty. And I think everybody in Memphis from Pooh Shiesty to all the way to Gangsta Black, Gangsta Black, The Fly, Gangsta Pat, Three Season Mafia, Zerk, all of those cats, Key Glock, Dolph Gotti, everybody, bro, they, they display that in their music and you can hear it. You can hear that passion. You can hear that a person really want to be fucking happy here. But it's kind of impossible because of certain circumstances. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I wanted to take all of that from, from those older cats and and bring it to them differently coming from me. Mm-hmm. But it's the same, though. It's right. just a little bit more aggressive. And you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like we brought that, man. I feel like we brought that type of energy, that, that strength, that strong, that hunger, that, that darkness and beauty. And yeah, and people, people are um, Memphis is getting this just do now, but they're gonna learn quicker soon. <laughs> yeah, so no, I, was, I was stationed in Fort Hood for a while when I was in the army. My best mm-hmm. friend in the world uh, was from Atlanta, he was from Southeast Atlanta, mm-hmm. and so he was like giving me the different directions. And mm-hmm. I remember, like. I for there was a time where I woke up every day to Space Age Pimpin. Uh, off lay it down, and just like, damn, you know, it, it, hearing Eight Ball and MJG for the first time was shocking. Thanks. Uh, it was so different than the kind of bright world Atlanta could give you, or the bounce from New Orleans. It was mm-hmm. just so different, uh, even from Screw and that world. As dark as that world was. There was kind of a, a slow groove to it, um, mm-hmm. but it was definitely it was a faster robbery happening from Memphis. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> but no, it's a, but it, it's incredible how it's how it's developed and as dark as it is, as dark as all the content, right? The from pop music like Moneybag Yo, that shit is still dark and Thanks. and intense. Like I don't think Memphis has any like popular shiny suit happy people right i mean is, is that 
Do you have anybody like? Do you have anybody? Like I can't think of anyone. Nope. I keep tabs. Hold like, on, hold on. Give me one second. Give me one second. Give me like one minute to think on that one. It's pretty. pretty uh, mm. <sighs> Hell no. No. Nah. There's nobody to look at to be like, he's having so much fun over there. Like, there's nobody. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, but it's. Damn, it, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it's kind of like Philly and Detroit, right? Philly and Detroit, mm-hmm. really hard stuff. But also there's this deep, beautiful musical history mm-hmm. that the hardest the hardest cats will have the in, most intense musical knowledge, right? So Memphis is like the hub for country, for, you know. Blues. Blues, like everything. Oh, yep. Everything. So, like, you have, you know, Dusty Springfield came to Memphis and recorded like a hundred songs to make an album because she was really worried she wouldn't be good enough for Memphis. Uh, I mean, the Queen of Souls said it high for anybody to come out of Memphis, mm-hmm. uh, Aretha. So, I feel that. I feel what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, there's still like, there's a deep musicality to everything that comes out of, of Memphis in, in, in the stuff that breaks, uh, which I appreciate. And I think it's because of that history. Yeah, I agree. So, the, um, so anyone else coming from Memphis that people should know? People love you now. There's like new diehard fans that are now like, they purchased Chicken Wire, they purchased Black mm-hmm. Hand. They want to know who else. Sunny Cats. Um, if you heard Chicken Wire, he was on Bridge. He had that solo song on Bridge, and he produced Had a Choice for me in Cities of Eve on Chicken Wire. Um, him, uh, there's a cat coming up, Blue Levies. He's originally from New Orleans, but um, he's from Memphis. Well, he he moved um, during the, the hurricane, so he, he's a Memphian. By way of New Orleans. Um, St. Courts, he's on my new project. He's from North Memphis. Real, um, kind of remind you of a DMX mix with a Pastor Troy. Oh, he's wow. got that type of, yeah, he, he that type of cat. Um, you got the old heads like IMC, because those are the Memphis rap legends for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Mike Coalition, that's Jason the Hater, Milk, the Derelict, MacArthur, Mighty Quinn, MP, Fathom Knot, cats, cats like that, um, Duke. Um, it's a whole underground scene, man. You just got to tap in. I can see you a whole yeah, bunch of people. I'd, Shit. I'll take it. I'll take it. I've, I've, yeah. I've become very convinced that, like, not, not only do regions matter, but regions are critical um, mm-hmm. because these different, that's where we get the different kinds of music is because of the different flavors of these different places and just how people move and operate. Yeah, you know? yeah. I got people like messaging me being like, I love Memphis rap because the beats are nuts. And everybody's saying horrible shit in really flat tones of voice. 
Yeah, man. You can't get that shit anywhere else. It's just nah. Now we created that. Right. It's 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 is you can only find it in Memphis because a lot of people tried to duplicate it, but it didn't come out right. I judge, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That your friend described it. We will say the most horrible shit possible on the hardest beats, and you are going to love it. <laughs> yep. They presented they presented in a way where you can't do nothing but love it. It's like, yep. why the fuck? Am I listening to this guy saying creep about the cut with my nine? You know, like. Well, or like, and, and <laughs> that's the reason you hear shit, you hear devious shit that you've never heard before in your life. You, you're yes. just like, did he just say he kidnapped him and now he's cooking him grilled cheese? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone floss like that. That doesn't even. Yeah. I've, and I, and we have a different pain too, like how yeah. we describe the pain. Yep. I don't think, and this is no disrespect to other cities, but rap cities, I just don't think. Well, I take that back. Houston does it very well. Yes. Pain yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like how we deliver the the pain in the lyrics, man. I feel like it's unmatched, and I feel like it's because we've actually endured a lot of pain and seen it and continue right. to see it. We look out our windows and continue to see it. Not saying it's not like that from every and not not saying it's like not like that everywhere else. I'm just saying to add what you to add to what you were saying as far as like we say the craziest shit mm-hmm. in the in the low tone manner on the hardest beats. You bring pain in with that same tone still saying the craziest type of shit you won't get that no nowhere else but here you know what yep. i mean yeah no and, it's it's yeah there's like and i i just got the feeling that like because what like it was when i was talking to uh, my buddy in Atlanta in the army and i try and pitch him some east coast stuff and <clears throat> he would explain he's like look east coast don't care about southern rap so we don't really care about east coast rap he's like we yeah. self-sustain we create our own shit and we like our own shit and that's why georgia had its sound and and louisiana had its sound and everything was kind of self-sufficient and mm-hmm. that's why the memphis sound is so thoroughly unique is because it was so thoroughly ignored for so long in the public space right exactly yeah that's yeah. That, that that's true and and it partly is a lot of that is because of us and, and how we operate towards one another. Right. For some reason, I don't know what it is, man. We will not just let shit go and work together. You know, um I I I I, I said a line in the, on a new album. I, I'm I'm from a side where we hold on to a grudge. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no letting it go, and that stops a lot of the money and a lot of the, a lot of the um, uniting as well, because we can't get together. It's too much fuckery, man. It's like we're addicted to that shit here. It so, is, yeah. No, that's and the that is a long term problem. I I think in terms of like you look back on somebody's career and you start to realize you're like, 
holy shit, how different would Mob Deep's career have been if they allowed any features? Yeah. Mm. How different Real would Rakim's career have been if he liked anyone else? Yeah. You know, like, you keep the screw face on so hard, you look back and you're like, Man, if I could have gotten these people together, it would have been so special, you know? Yeah. Um, that's brutal. Uh, and, and hopefully Memphis, we're starting to, the people, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's, it's slow, but it's happening. But I feel like people are starting to see we're stronger together than apart. Right. Yeah. And, and once we figure that out, Memphis is going to be untouchable. I'm, I'm sorry. No disrespecting. No, no other cities, man. But you got cats like me in cities, and you got cats like Moneybag, Shiesty, <clears throat> Thirty. You can't go wrong. It, no, it's two it, it, sides. It's, yeah. it's two two different sides. Right. Two different sounds. Right. But is I feel like it's undeniable you can't deny that that shit is ill you know what i mean right so hopefully people begin to see that you can make more money together than apart right and make doper art together than apart like how how long has dolph been grinding you know like just yeah you know uh and i i feel like those are the people where I don't know what there's Memphis has been doing work for years, but people didn't always know about it. And people didn't always know that it was it, like, it's kind of like Virginia before the clips, Virginia was doing work before the clips, but the clips were making anthems out of their, out of where they were from. You know, people were singing along that had never been to Virginia, you know, and, and that changed shit for, for people. Like they were thinking about it, um, and I feel like that's happening now <clears throat> with Memphis. See, I think I think people knew all about Memphis; they just couldn't understand it and wouldn't speak on it. That's real. That's real. You know, like you got these cats glorifying snoring blow, right? And, and and saying it happily on a record. No other city was doing that. Right. I can't. I, I other cities were talking about selling it. Yeah, we were talking about selling it too, but we were talking about doing it too. You, you know what I mean? And I know for a lot of the OGs that I was around from different cities, they were used to they used to be like, damn, y'all think that shit cool? I can't understand that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'm not saying that that's the best thing to do. I'm just saying like that's what this city does. It was new. Glorify- yeah, yeah it, it was new how we were coming with it. Then we started flipping the devil shit into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Making the city seem, I said same in a while, making the city seem darker than, mm-hmm. than what people know. So I feel like a lot of people, because you got to think about it, if they didn't know about it, then why are they using it? They knew about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, yeah. Everybody's going back to old 3-6 shit from the 90s. Mm-hmm. They knew about that shit. They yeah. just didn't understand it, and now yeah. it's hot. 
now Memphis is on fire. They want to use it now because, all right, this shit is safe now. Yeah, in I the just, 90s, we all yeah, saw yeah. we all saw what was happening and and the and how it was growing and evolving. But if you couldn't figure it out, you kind of respected it from afar. Kind of like E40 back in the day. I always knew about E40. <clears throat> understood him until later on. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So That's how it goes. Kind of, yeah, yeah, I did I had to dive in. Um but so to, to the flow, because it's interesting, the flow is kind of a two-part question. Uh, everyone can hear every word while the meanings are layered. Uh, no one can take what you say out of context. When did you hit that place in your writing and your delivery? Because that's two different lanes, right? You, you've crafted something where, where it meets perfectly. Man. Man, I was I was trained right, man. Like, um, rest in peace to my uncle Fathom Nine, man. My uncle Fathom Nine. A lot of people used to say that he reminded them of a mixture of Buster Rhymes and Pharaoh Munch. Wow, I'm gonna see you some of his shit. That's insane. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I was trained by him. Ooh. So, and, and then I had this uncle. In Chicago, named HB Show, Soul, HB Soul. And he was a snapper. Like he mm. he was a Nas Coogee rap type cat. Now, mind you, I can't dodge Memphis music, man. Right. You right. know what I mean? So I know all about Memphis music. I know about Pat, Pat and Play a Fly, my favorite Memphis rappers, A Ball, MJG, all those cats. But I was trained, I had to. A lot of people I feel like don't have the same type of, man, I just feel like I had great, I had great teachers that put me in great positions to have a dope delivery and writing ability because Mm -hmm. I was introduced to multiple fucking worlds at a young age. Right. So I had the Memphis, I had the New York, I had the Chicago, you know, you know what I'm saying? I had the Cali, I, I, I was just introduced. So I was soaking up everybody's shit, all the dope shit, Scarface, Pop, Nas, Cool G, Rock Kim, um, fucking LL to play a fly to Scarface, to Pimp C. I, I got all of this type of shit that I love, man. So it was, it was kind of impossible for me to not be sharp with the delivery and right. the writing, because that's just how I was trained. I look back and I think some of my shit is whack, but that was me just finding myself. But right. even then, I thought what I'm thinking now that I have no choice but to be dope in writing and delivery. Look what the fuck I'm around. It's almost an insult to my teachers and the history that I got to not be that. And this is not being cocky. That's just how I, that's just how I thought because that's how I was taught. And that's, that's, that's what I was soaking in every day, every fucking day. No, you had all, you had the whole world in front of you rather than this kind of. uh, Exactly. A lot of my, a lot of peers, man, like they were bumping, they were bumping Gucci, man. 
Mm-hmm. And Jeezy. And I, yeah, no doubt, Jeezy, I fuck with Jeezy tough. Okay. I like some of Gucci yeah. shit too. But while they were while they were bumping that, I was bumping Dipset too. You know what I'm saying? Like I was bumping Hell Rail, like shit like that. I wanted it was like I just I wanted to take a piece from each side and put it into my shit and and create something I feel is insane. That's why you're asking me and saying what you're saying right now. Mm-hmm. about the delivery and, and the uh, writings, the writing schemes. I just feel like, shout out to everybody, moms, pops, granddad, everybody who had an uh, impact on my music history and putting me on shit. Shout out to all those cats, because mm-hmm. it's because of them that I can I can do this at a high level. So right. I hope that answered your question, fam. No, it's, it, that's how I could. Yeah, I'm glad you were saying like pieces from everybody. It reminded me of like, you remember like Kobe watching footage, being like, "I took Jerry West jump shot." And, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, training in the summer with Olajuwon. Olajuwon's a center, and you're like, dude, he's he's working the same post moves over and over again. Exactly for a specific thing because he wants to be the perfect player. Exactly. Yeah, that's facts, and that's that. That's crazy. You use Kobe, man. I fuck with Kobe. I didn't know. I didn't know that though. I didn't know he trained with him. He did. He did. So it was like when he got it older. Makes a lot of sense. It was when he got older, and he was like, "I can't just fly to the hoop and dunk on people anymore." So he pulled in with Olajuwon and started working post moves. Yeah. That see, yeah. So he he understands to be dope at some shit. You really got to study. Right. I fucking study everybody, bro. I used to print out fucking their lyrics. I used to print out every rapper that I love lyrics from, from the library in South Memphis. I would walk, print them out, punch holes them, and put them in a fucking binder just reading them bitches like books. Yeah. yeah. Different cadences, like how they, how they spell their words and, you know, like, like I used to study all of that shit. How many times is Nas gonna rhyme with crime? You know what I'm saying? How many times is Coogee rap gonna rhyme with hello? <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? Like how many times is Project Pat gonna take his slang down and come back up? Is is that is? I just used. To, I'm, I'm a fucking student. I'm a real student of this shit. I really love this shit. That's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it, I, all the time on our weekly music thing, uh, I, I end up saying to my co-host, like, this is a rapper you can read. You know? Uh, and there's a difference. There, there are some rappers that you love so much you can read, and it's exciting to read them. Yeah. You get the song. I'm, that's why I, I was so fucking happy when Apple brought the damn lyrics thing to the goddamn Apple Music. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause, cause I, cause now I don't have to go type in Nas um halftime lyrics. Right. It's right, right, right there. Right it's right, right there. there now. Yeah. And I'm I love reading the lyrics because it takes you into the world. It's almost like you become them reading it because you seeing how they put it down. Like that's why I bought the Tupac book. Um, 
because they had a lot of examples of all and the Eminem, and the Eminem book they had a lot of um, examples of how they used to write. Like Eminem used to write in napkins and then on tiles and shit like that. And then later on, come back and piece every fucking thing together. Oh, That's man. how he used to write. You know yep. what I'm saying? Pac used to do some crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, man, I'm just a student, man. I, I want to see how a person writes. I want to see all of that shit, man. I, I literally took my time and learned everything I could before I jumped in the water. But that's what's so fascinating about it is that by doing all this work and, and, and Frankenstein monstering your shit together, it, it hasn't become more complicated as you've evolved. It's become more striking and more visceral and more understandable. And it's, it's interesting because there's an all-timeness to that. Where There's like, the goal of this is to move the crowd, right? It's to yeah. move the crowd, the whole crowd. Not just a part mm-hmm. of the crowd that knows this reference, the whole crowd. Uh, and and you, you've gotten yourself to that point. And it's why your album has kept climbing over these very conceptual, very dense albums because I just keep sneaking back to it. I'm just like, I need to put on more black <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, um, man. I um I put a lot into that project, man. It was a lot of love, hate, anger, sadness, all of that shit in that. Right. Um so I'm glad that it did something for you for it to constantly come up. So I appreciate you, fam. Yeah, man. I mean, it, and the flow continues on the song with um, Boldy James. I, I was very excited to hear Stigmata and to hear you and Boldy James coming together. Did you do that beat? Who did that beat? No, nah, shout out to the homie uh, Walls, man, from Rhode oh, Island. Walls. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. Conflict. Did you do Conflict? or was I... He did Conflict, too. He did Conflict, too. Yep. So... But yeah, I was listening. I was like, man, Boldy goes in, then you come in, and I'm like, this dude rapped to the last second of the song. Like, that is old school. Yeah. Yeah, man. I that, shout out to the cities, man. Like, um, I was coming back from LA from a little fucked up situation, man. And I um I was I was feeling down about shit and Gavin was like, man, fuck all that whack shit anyway. Let's do an album. I was like, cool. So by this time, like this circles back around to the beginning of our conversation about the formula. Right. You know what I mean? So around this time, I was sticking to a specific formula. So I was doing 16 bars, hook, 16 bars, hook. You know what I mean? I, I was doing that shit. And I remember when I, I, I started writing, I said some shit to Gavin. And Gavin was like, nah, man, fuck, fuck a hook, man. Just bar out. Awesome. I'm like, what? So I was like, cool. So then I took it a step further because me and Gavin's shit is, is totally different. Like, he he don't have to do... Just, our shit is just totally different. How he, how he controls the crowd is how he controls the crowd. I could never do what Gavin does and control the crowd. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but anyway, 
I, I took it a step further, bro. I was just like, okay, all right. So I, I got to really find, I got to pick certain beats that people, would, I feel that people wouldn't mind looping continuously and not get bored. That was my first thing. Mm. So I'm real picky on loops. Like I, they, they really have to hit a certain type of pocket. And I feel like, I don't know if you can hear that with Chicken Wire and When the Black Hand Touches mm-hmm. You. Yeah. I'm very specific about my loops. So, so then I'm like, all right, cool. I got the loops now. I know what I'm going to do with that. And then comes, all right, I got to be able to keep people's attention without a fucking hook. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. then goes back to the other part of the conversation about the writing and the delivery. I start rebuilding myself, bro. Start remembering everything I learned and everything I went through personally. And I start I'm like, okay, here it is. I just need to let all this shit go. This is almost like therapy. I need to release. Right. So that became the formula is to not have a fucking formula, just let it go. It'll start creating that formula itself, man. And I don't know, man. It's it's it the the process of that shit was crazy, man. Shout out to the cities. He's the reason why I can rap. Well, he 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 gave me the idea to keep going, bro. Don't have no limit. Just knock so, all the walls down and just do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He he was just like, fuck it, bro. Just let it go. Cause I I give people that and you like, bro, how the fuck you just stand up there and don't don't have no hook and you just be rapping? I said, bro, I don't know, bro. I, I just fucking love doing this shit. And I feel like I've mastered how to keep a person's attention with, with the delivery and the writing now. Right. You know what I mean? How I say certain shit, how I flip the words, the syllables and all of that shit. Just like conflict is super different. The delivery is super different from stigmata. Right. And for people who aren't heavily versed in Cities of Eve, my, my summation would be he doesn't do conventional hooks either, but what he does is something like what a poet does, where he takes the line and he'll repeat it, but it's different. It changes as he repeats it. The emotion exactly. behind it changes, the meaning behind it changes, and evolves uh, as he is performing it. Uh, it's a very tricky thing to do. Facts. That, yo, nah, you just... That's, that's facts. Uh, what you just said was facts. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he does. So, yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah about the about the flow and, and, and getting that kind of one continuous song that becomes like a story. Like you've kind of written a novel, right? <laughs> like, um, do you I just... Do you take these songs in long takes? Do you punch in? I only ask this because your flow has a real athleticism to it. Uh, think about Maroon Floors. The breath control is just mad underrated as a requirement to rap. I want to take that song. I do. I, I want to take the Maroon Floors. Um, there are times where I do punch in and that's just because, uh, that's funny you brought this up. Me and my engineer was, uh, shout out to Hollow. Um, I used to tell him, I used to be like, bro, I used to go in and just be like, I'm going to fucking one take this. I should be able to one take this. I'm that ill. Right. 
and I go back and listen, I'd be like, damn, I want to take that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I could hear some fucked ups. Yep. But I was just trying to like one take it. So now I'm in the now I'm in the process of like, all right, if I fuck up, I'm about to go back because now I, I have to give it to you differently now. Yep. So like if I can't do it on the first try, cool. And I have done some of them on the first try, and then I go back and be like, mm-mm, it don't sound right. I, I'm gonna have to punch in, bro. So I don't mind punching in now. So like sometimes like I'll I'll catch it. On their on their first take, and if not, it becomes a it becomes a puzzle a puzzle. So, yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's it's very similar. One of my favorite rappers in the world, Curly Castro, out of Philly, Wrecking Crew. He was like religious about the kind of no punch ins, won't take. And over time, he's he's loosened up and been able to evolve with that. But it the skill still remains, right? Like you, you still have that the want to one take it right, which yeah. some rappers don't even have right. Some rappers are are punching in, you know, from the get go. Uh, yeah. So it's breath control is a really underrated thing. Um, we were <clears throat> weird story. I was at a show to see one of my favorite local rappers with the co-founder of my website. And he said, this guy, we were seeing the guy forming, and we we're like, this is good. And he goes, yeah, guy's good. He just needs to work on his breath control. And right as he said that, the dude let out the most, the grossest gulp in the middle of his flow. I'm just like, oh, and we're like, oh, brutal. Yeah. I, um, no doubt, man. I, the COVID, um, this whole pandemic shit, I feel like fucked up my breathing, especially wearing those masks. Um, yeah. I just, I just had a show. Um, what was that? Friday night. Um, me and Cities V, Blue Levy, Twenty Thirty, a whole bunch of DJs. We just had a sh- um, shout out to all those. It was, it was a successful show. But um, I got breath control still. My situation where people be like, man, you need to you need to work on your breath. And I'm like, bro, it's not my breath. It's I feel I'm yelling because I want to be heard. Right. Which is causing me to lose my fucking voice. Right. You know right, what right. I'm saying? So yeah. I'm having to stop, get my voice back. It, it, this comes from sound system issues. Mm-hmm. You know, like where you can't really hear yourself or know the, the crowd can fucking hear you. So you're yelling, trying to compete with the beat and the in the ambience of the crowd and shit like that. So as far as breath control on stage, like if the sound system is perfect, I'm 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 with it. <laughs> cause cause I I can be in my bag. I don't have to strain. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but now breath control is super fucking important, especially for live performances. Mm-hmm. Um that's very, very important because you want you want the people to follow you. You don't want to look tired. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to sound tired. You want to sound like you can go forever. And that's just how I was taught. Shout yeah. out to Faz and I to HB Soul. They get your breath down, man. You know what I'm saying? The best, so, yeah. The best compar- comparison for like what happens when breath control goes wrong is like picture a boxer with like so many knockouts. Just awesome. 
Problem is, they've never been deep in a fight. And now it's round nine. I think that happened to Tyson. Yes. Yes, it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah, thanks. And you get gassed, and you see it over and over again where, like, the big knockout puncher meets the granite chin, and it's tough in round 11, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Now, yeah, that's 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 a super example. I I think that happened with Tyson and Lennox Lewis. I think there was that. I think that happened in that fight too. Tyson's so used to knocking motherfuckers out, he ain't used to them motherfuckers. They gonna dance with him for about seven, eight rounds. So yeah, man, breath control is serious, man. Shout and out. The story is that really that kind of starts with Holyfield. That like Holyfield was the first guy who didn't give a fuck about Tyson at all. Like yeah. He did. He just didn't care. Like, uh, there's a story that like he was playing pool in a pool hall or whatever, uh, and Tyson kind of came in the pool hall. Everybody was like, "Oh!" And he came up to the table and said, "What's up?" And he's like, "Yeah, fuck out!" Like he didn't even yeah. care. About Shout out to Holyfield. And, uh, no, no fear. He he bleed like I bleed. Yeah, that's yeah. how the fight went too. Yeah. You've got a headbutt as good as Holyfield. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So, you, this is an interesting point because you talked about the loops and how you're picky with loops. And that's, that's an interesting, we've talked about the flow, we've talked about the writing and how that's developed over time. But the producer end of you, you produced nine songs on Black Hand, Cities did five. On Chicken Wire, Cities did 10, you did five. What goes into that change, that shift? I just, um, man, shout out to City, man. I'm going to tell you some shit. Gavin likes to fuck with me, bro. Like, he likes to send me the shit he wants to rap off of and, and but be trying to get me to rap off of it. So it'll take me a minute before I get to those fucking loops you hear from Gavin because he fucking when he's sending me shit that he know I ain't gonna rap on, but that's right, him right, just right. trying to test me. So it shifted because I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna be fucking with Gavin. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm back producing because I was producing a lot of my shit before Chicken Wire. Right. You know what I mean? So right. um, I was producing a lot of that shit under um, a multitude of different names. But anyway, um... <coughs> So that I, yeah, when I went into when the black hand touches you, I kind of knew how I wanted to sound and the beats that I wanted from Gavin. I needed him to match me instead of me matching him. So Chicken Wire was kind of his sound, and I was like, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, I can match what we're doing right here. And then it's vice versa on the, on when the black hand touches you. I'm like, okay, this is how I want this to sound now. Follow me. So. You know what I mean? Did you feel like you, like, producer Luca and rapper Luca were now growing at the same speed and you could, and that's, you wanted to kind of just have it be more of one thing? You broke up at the oh, beginning. Sorry. Say that one more time. Did you, uh, did you feel like it was producer Luca and rapper Luca growing at the same speed and kind of at that point, like, now this is one thing? You to be honest, even though I take a lot of time and and put a lot of love into the producing, it'll never be like 
the rapping aspect. Right. So, right. but so to end, like, I feel like, yeah, the producer was growing, but I was more focused on the writing aspect anyway. So that was going to outgrow the producing anyway. Um, I'm writer first, producer second. Okay. So um, they were growing. One was just growing faster. So, yeah. That makes sense. So then, like, producer Luca was working for writer Luca. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, that's perfect. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. That makes sense. And writer Luca took total control uh, on Black Hand to make sure it was a thorough experience. Uh, that's that's what it sounds like. Yeah. I um, I used to tell, I was telling Gavin, I was telling my cousin, um, my cousin Colin, and just a lot of people who like to talk about when the Black Hand, I look at it as, um, yeah, I'm taking these loops, but I'm also becoming the instrument. I'm the lead guitar. I'm the lead saxophone yeah. and jazz. You know what I mean? Things like yeah. that. So I, I picked certain beats that were so in a certain pocket where I couldn't do nothing but be the lead instrument. I feel like on Chicken Wire, because of how crazy some of the beats were, I kind of had to not battle with the um, the um, tempo or the or how the lows or highs or anything like that. It was just almost like, okay, goddamn, these I, I didn't produce these. I'm not leading this. This was um, Gavin curated that whole project. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, all right, cool. I'm fucking with these beats but this might already have a lead instrument on it. So I got to kind of sit back in the pocket and just play with it a little bit. When, 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 when the black hand touches you come around, I'm like, all right, this is the field I'm going for. I'm going to pick these background vocals and I'm going to become the lead singer on these motherfuckers. That's kind of how I was approaching it. That's awesome. So, and I feel like without me even having to tell Gavin what I was going after, that's why he sent shit like he went fed. Right. Because right. even though somebody could argue and say, no, there's a lead on there, but I'm like, yeah, but you kind of forget about that lead when I start writing, when I start rapping. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, Gavin did a, a fire job um, complimenting what I was doing. So, oh. and that that's how we always work, man. Like, it, and, and we do it without saying it. It just happens. Like, we have a four-piece, the outro. We performed it last, um, the other night um, on my new project. Um, we have a four-piece where we're flipping over four beats for nine minutes. And it's just right. me and him going back and forth. And um, it's the outro of the new project I'm, I'm about to release. But um, we, we wrote separately. We wrote yep. separately. Um... We, we, we sat down to pick the beats, but we wrote separately. And when we came together again, like I said, it just formed Voltron without even having to rehearse it or say, like, bro, this is what I'm going to talk about. All right, this is what I'm going to talk about. No, fuck that. You come how you going to come. I'm going to come how I'm going to come. And it's going to gel. It's going to gel together anyway. That's awesome. Because that's, that's how we work. And it's, it's special people. It's special people who can give you advice not how to be them but how to be better at being you uh, yeah, facts. 
And that's kind of what he did for you when he said to, to throw away the hook, right? To be able to, yeah. he's thinking as you, you need that space. Just, just take it. Um, yeah. Nah, yeah. damn. Yo, nah, that, that's, that's him for real. Yep. That's, that's all he was saying. He was just like, bro, just bar out, bro. Basically, without even saying, he was like, bro, you can keep that fucking attention without a hook. Right. So, yeah. And so, yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Most people see from their perspective, and if they give you advice, it's how to become them. And yeah. it's special when you can hear and be like, you need to go this way, even though I'm going this way. Um, yeah. That's fact, excellent. So, yeah, thanks. That's awesome. All that. Um, <clears throat> so, we're talking about this is interesting. This may be the most, my most interesting question here above. Now that you, you have your biggest audience, you have new diehard fans, you have more choices than you've ever had, right? How do you decide? where to put yourself i'm i'm just doing what i feel man i feel um i mean that's what happened with the last two albums i just did what i felt um wherever my my thumb and my 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 ear takes me that's where i'm gonna go and i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna give it to the people the same way i've been giving it to them you know what i'm saying like um I like to pride myself on being able to remain. I'm either going to go up or I'm not going to lose breath. Right. Does, 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 that make, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, so, so I'm, I'm either going to rise or I'm going to stay where I am. Mm-hmm. But my goal 90% of the time is to rise. That's why stigmata and conflict sounds different from both albums. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like it's in the pocket where people are like, they get it. They still get it. I don't know. What, what do you think? No, it, it's it, the reason you have these new diehard fans. It, it's not just that you released an album everybody likes. It's that there's something fully formed about the personality of you on that album. It's if you press play on that and you go through uh, the whole journey you know who Luca is. Mm-hmm. And that's what's special about rap music, right? There's yeah. so many words that you yeah. really get to know these, these individuals. We all feel like we know Kendrick or, you know, Q-Tip or whoever. Yeah. And you did that where your personality really does lead that album. Mm-hmm. And we feel like we know Luca now. Yeah. Uh, so we there isn't, I'm not worried about the next album, right? Like yeah. that's, that's the cool part. I, there's some people I'm worried about the next album. I have no idea what it's going to be. I know Luke is going to be Luke. And that I just do what I feel, man. And I'm going to present it in a way where I feel like a person, I like to say, I like to give people what they don't think they need. Right. So I'm going to present it. I, I'm going to present it in a way where I feel like you cannot deny it. You can love Trap, but you're going to love this album too. And I feel like I've accomplished that because I have a lot of Trap fans who even ask themselves, like, damn, why do I like this shit? Because, I mean, 
it's just different beats. I'm talking about the same shit, just using more words. You know what I'm saying? I'm just doing it my way. I'm giving it to you how I would sit down and talk to my son. You know, yeah, I'm giving it to you how I would talk to one of my homies or something like that. Right. So um, it's still things people can relate to. You, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what makes it special too, because even though that my flow is different and the beat select is different, you can't do nothing but can't you can't do nothing but relate. I feel like there's certain things you cannot deny, and you can't deny that Kendrick's a fucking genius. No, you can't deny cities of V. You know what I mean? Right. Regardless of what the fuck you may think, that dude's a genius. Right. You 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 know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can say. It's just certain shit. A lot of people were disgusted at damn, but then they lo- fell in love with it. It's like, <laughs> how the fuck are you fucking disgusted at damn? The, like, he gave it to you in a way where you can't deny that shit. It's a fucking genius album. I will tell you, so, when, when damn came out, <clears throat> I actually had my own philosophy podcast. I had this for two uh-huh. And I, we did an episode on the philosophy of Dan. The, mm-hmm. the religious references, the kind of Jewish foundation in it. We, mm-hmm. we pulled it all apart. It was magnificent. It was so fun. There were so many layers to it. That's uh, a whole bunch of layers. That you could just pull that's, it apart and keep pulling. Yeah, That's what I was telling you because they were like, to pimp a butterfly has so many layers. I'm like, bro, damn, got a million fucking layers too, bro. Yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? And and people slowly but surely started seeing it. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm just sitting back looking like, told you, nigga. Like, yeah, you, can't de- you can't deny, you can't deny that shit. Yeah. It's just certain, just like regardless of how wordy may, people may say Nas is, when fucking Illmatic dropped, you couldn't do nothing but be like, oh, what the fuck? And I wasn't even born. Well, I maybe was. When did, what year did they come out? Illmatic? Illmatic 94, right? So I was three. So I was three. You know what I mean? That yep. shit was probably being played while I was still on a bottle or some shit. But mm-hmm. me growing up, going back, hearing people's reactions and I fell in love with that. That's my that's my favorite rapper. So it's just like, mm-hmm. how do you can't deny this fucking guy, bro? It's yeah. impossible to deny him. Right. You can't. It if you do that, I I so I mean, yeah, I know people have their own taste, but you can't say anything bad about this guy. You don't have to like the shit. You can't deny it though. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of how I approach all my projects. I, I I try to come with that attitude. Like, I'm finna give you something you cannot deny. It might not be your thing, but after you get done listening to it, you're not gonna be able to ever say nothing fucked up about it. It might not be your thing, but you can't deny it though. And that that's how that's how I've always approached my music. It's just I'm I'm in a different space now. I kind of got a chip on my shoulder. So I, I mean, that's what conflict was about, right? You know what I'm saying. So things like that, and um, I'm just I'm out the blood right now. That's why Chicken Wire and When the Black Hand Touches You came out the mm-hmm. way they did. And so 
I'm gonna just continue to do, like you said, be Luca. Yeah, you know, just like Kendrick, he was just Kendrick. I was so excited that that like the first major feature post was Boldy James, uh, mm-hmm. because Boldy James doesn't like to rap; he needs to rap. Like it's mm-hmm. just, he, I feel that really getting that shit off his chest, and these his verses are so detailed. Yeah, this this is for somebody, and that somebody knows who this is. You can't deny this shit. <laughs> He's no. a guy you can't deny. No, no. You know, you know what I'm saying? So you can't turn he's away. Good at, you can't turn away. He's good at not wanting to rap. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he's fire at that shit. You can't he needs, deny, bro. He, he needs to be in the booth. He needs to get this out of himself. Yeah. He's, he's always rapping and... So it felt like two people who who are in that like like this is the kinship we have right we need to be doing this um, yeah. and that's there are other people who are doing it as a hustle there are other people who are doing it on the side who are doing it for the hooks or the ad libs you know what I mean uh, and no hate to anybody right rap needs to go in all these different directions. Uh, I got some arguments about little Nas X not being a rapper, but being a pop star. And like mm-hmm. people need to accept that there are, I, I don't know how nice to say this, that there are black people who aren't rappers, that they're, they make music yeah, yeah. and they're just pop stars. It's okay. Even if they yeah. do sometimes, Blondie rap sometimes, it's okay. You know, like yeah, uh, we need to be able to just let people live in their own space with that when they're just making pop music. Um, that's facts but uh, I, I i get that that fit when that 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 shit like bro i need to rap yes for sure there's me i feel like that's why i was put here i feel like that's why Bodie was put here i feel like that's why conway was put here yep nas freddie gibbs all these cats kendrick j cole yeah um you know what I'm saying? We can go back to the greats, the Jay-Z's, man. These guys were fucking put here to do right. this shit. You right. know what I'm saying? And and that's remember, why... I can't remember huh? which Tupac documentary it was, but there was a Tupac documentary where he was just like, they showed him and his friends and he was just rapping everywhere he went. Like, yeah. rapping crossing the street, rapping, you know, just, just everywhere yeah. he went. Yeah. Hell yeah, that was me, man. I'll be freestyling. Look, man, I'll be freestyling and not saying no fucking words. I'll just be trying to get a cadence and flow down. Like, um, man, I went through a phase, shit, man, because my I forgot who put me on Bone Thugs and Crucial Conflict at the time. I went through a phase trying to rap fast, but the only thing a nigga was saying was nigga. So <laughs> that's the only thing you can understand right. coming out of my right. mouth. You know what I mean? But I was always writing and rapping, man. I was I was just rapping when they when 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 the schools were talking about we had to do a poetry and reading class. I'm like, easy. Yeah, yep. you know what I mean? So yep. I was already ready and done in minutes, and it was a rap. You know what I mean? Some of these some of the cats that's out now, like shout out to J90. Um, that's one of his, that's Black Youngsters artist. He mm-hmm. just signed. But um that nigga used to beat on the table for me in the lunchroom, rapping. Awesome. That's you awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, no, yeah, it's shit like that. That's funny. 
there was a creative writing class, the closest I've ever had to this. I was I went to school late. I went to the army and then went to college. So I was old and grizzled and like worn out. And, uh, and I was in this creative writing class and this dude like laid out the basic storytelling, right? Rising action, apex, falling action, you know? Yeah. And so, and he's like, write a 10 page story that follows this guideline uh, over the break. And so he comes back from the break. Everybody's got like a Scooby-Doo adventure and shit. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the here's the wacky adventure. We resolved it. And I'm, yeah, over the break, I was like, "Fuck this dude, fuck his bullshit." What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna eat a bunch of turkey. I'm gonna hang out with my family. I'm gonna go downstairs afterward, and I'm gonna write ten pages about me sitting around with my boys drinking in the army, and we don't leave the room. Thanks. We just, but it's a lot of shit that goes on. We just sit in a circle. That dude from Utah, that dude from Texas, and we drink until we're sad, you know? Because uh, we're, we're in Korea and we ain't got our family here. You know, like, yeah. that's all it is. Um, Real shit. And I did that, and I handed it, and he was like, this is amazing. You guys should have done this. I'm like, I did this by ignoring what the fuck you said. Facts. Yeah, hell yeah. No formula, goddamn it! Right, <laughs> goes, yeah, it goes back to the formula conversation. Facts, man. If you're good at that's that, that's the dopest art. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. You that, that's, that's the dope art. Yep. So it was. That's interesting. And it, you are in a space where the only thing is when your when your looks blow up like this, you now have more choices than ever, right? Mm -hmm. You have choices as to who you can produce your stuff with, who you can bring on a song or get on a song and those choices can can be can be good they can be bad they can be strange right mm -hmm. you can email saying to for you to jump on a selena gomez remix and you have to sit there like is that me do i do that or what yeah. do i no. yeah yeah so it's it's hard it, some of that stuff maintaining who you are in that space is is hard I like to tell people, man, if it makes sense, I'm gonna do it. So um, as long as it's fly shit and it makes sense, Luca will do it. I fucking do it. I do a song with anybody as long as it's fucking fly and I can rock on it how I wanna rock on it. You know what I mean? I, I'm just I just wanna make art, fly art. I just don't want I don't wanna be able to, I don't wanna leave this earth and regret a song. So if I feel like I'm going to regret that song or it's not something I'm interested in, I'm just not going to do the shit. I don't, I don't care about the rules about you can't work with this player, you can't fuck all that. I'm a grown man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to work and do whatever I want to do regardless. So um, that's crazy you brought that up. I know some people that go through that type of shit. You can't work with certain people because you with this and you do that. And I'm just like, man, look, art is supposed to be free. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's free fucking art, bro. Like, if you feel like you can make some fly art over here with this person, why not? Try. And, and you remember when, like, JDKiss <clears throat> was doing, like, every pop remix and just killing verses? You said JDKiss? JDKiss, yeah. He would Hell show yeah, up facts. Galo shit, and he would just, like, murder. Yeah. You'd be like, exactly. You murdered that shit. I don't know what you you can be mad if you want, but yeah, bust the rhymes. That mic yeah. is still still hot right now. You know, 
fucking Buster Rhymes did it. He was on everybody's shit and featuring everybody. Ludacris did it. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? It, it's a cast. Yep. Fucking Andre do, does it. He'll hop on Walk It Out remix, like, and and and, and, and bar that bitch up. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, he's, he didn't lose himself. Right, right. That's the important thing. Neither one of the cats that we just mentioned, they don't lose themselves. That's because they need to be doing this. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I feel like they think how I think. Well, I like to think they think how I think. I don't ever, I don't want to leave this earth and and be able to say I regretted doing that song. I want my catalog. I know people say everything's not, I mean, there's no such thing as perfect, but I want my shit to be as flawless as possible. Yeah. No, it's it's like if I could put a subheading on this episode, it would be protect your voice, right? Like uh, you spent so much time building your voice and now you protect your voice and that's what it is. You know people who are technically good, but they had no voice. Yeah. Right? They had, yep. they, there was no authorship. There was no like perspective in the voice. Yeah. Um, Thanks. And so you can't really teach it, you know, like, uh, was it like a Nipsey Hussle? I didn't, I, he wasn't always technically sound, but yeah. the voice was not always there. So he grew with the technicals around the voice. Yeah. Facts. He was. Um, that fucking, that, the, um, the marathon album, and I'm not just saying this shit because it passed. Right. Like I was listening to him when I was in LA. I lived in LA for a year. So I was like, damn, this dude has an unorthodox ass flow. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no technique to it at all. But as like you said, as he grew, that marathon album says it all where he was about to go. Yeah. He, he found that fucking technique and he he started protecting his fucking voice because now that shit means something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you haven't, and, other people don't. And and you get to you have something people don't have. Straight, straight up. There, man. Thank you, fam. My uncle, my uncle says that to me all the time. My uncle HB, he's like, um, he 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 talks about my voice all the time. A lot of people talk about my voice. I'm I'm grateful to have this fucking voice, man. So shit, I'm gonna keep putting out the fly art with it, man. Keep doing it. Last question. This is this is some good nerdy shit right here. Um, how do you think expected song length has changed the way track sequencing works? How do I think it has impacted the game? So, like, as an example, you see a lot of, like, one-minute, two-minute tracks now. You didn't see a lot of that back in the day. Back in the day, there was a lot of, like, third verses, you know, uh, and those have gotten lobbed off. There's two-minute songs. Um, <clears throat> I'm indifferent, man. Um, you know what? I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I hate when a goddamn song too short because mm. I like, you know what I'm saying, long songs. That's what I come from. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like people's attention span has gotten a lot shorter. People are, are don't have the patience to sit or don't want to sit and, and digest the three-verse song. Right. I mean, I, I, I see it on Facebook all the time, man. People arguing about 
this dude and did three verses. I'm just like, shit. Obviously, he dope in writing. That that's how I feel. And then right. your whole album out that three verses. Oh man, you ill. You ill as hell. That means you ain't gonna. I feel like Nas used to do this shit, man, and he never ran out of things to say. I feel like some people may run out of things to say, man. So they shorten shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. They they gotta save it for the next. They gotta say this for the next. Cause there's a lot of people saying, man, why do you make 15 song albums? I'm like, I'm like, I don't give a damn, bro. I'm a, right. the next album gonna be 15 songs too. And it's I'm gonna be saying some different shit. I love this shit that much that I'm I'm gonna continue to stay sharp with my sword, man. I'm if I have to read to find more words, I'm gonna do that. Right, you you know what I mean. Like that's how much I love the art. That's how much I take it serious. I don't want to sound the fucking same on every project. So I mean, it's a it's a um it's a test for me too. It's a self test. Like, bro, can you do fifteen songs and still have something to say? Are you gonna push yourself to continue to 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 protect your voice and and get be this passionate? It's almost like a test, and I'm I don't like failing. That's that. Yeah. I hate that shit. So it's almost like I, I, hell no, I don't know how to fail in this, mm. in this rap shit. So, um, I, I'm like I said, man, I don't give a fuck what what they say and what's the new new what's the new norm. Two minute, I'm gonna spit 37, 39 bars, thirty eight bars on the fucking song for two and a half minutes to three minutes. And you you're not gonna be able to deny it. <laughs> so you're gonna be sitting there enjoying it, like you know what I mean. So no, it, yeah, man. I, I, I don't I don't mean to, I don't mean to sound cocky or nothing like that. I just I I love this too much. I cannot fail at this. I, you know what I mean. This is one of those things where I I wouldn't know how to live with myself if I failed at it. Right. No, it, it's so. part of the strength I think of of when the black hand touches you is that. 16 tracks the shortest one is a minute and 59 seconds um and it's definitely Which track is that it's it's that's maroon floors maroon floors mm-hmm. and, so, you, and you know why it's short because fucking gavin sent it like that and like he makes his beats where he he can't go back to him it, it, it is what it is so I'm like, I'm like, shit. All right, say less. I gotta use it. Right. It, right. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, that's no, how that yeah. yeah. But it's it's it flows really well, right? Because two minutes, two and a half minutes, there's I think there's a song that's almost five minutes, but there's like they're the different lengths. They're different song lengths, uh, different chunks of the story that you're getting. And it feeds into one another. So you're getting the full story, but you are getting it in these chapters. Uh, yeah. And I, so I think, I think it worked for you in this case. The expectation of shorter songs, right? Because they saw these song lengths like, oh, two minutes, two minutes and 39 seconds. Okay. You know, uh, and they thought they could bop through it. And then it just got sucked in, right? Yeah. Uh, and it felt like an old school rap album, but in a lot of ways, the sequencing is very right now. Yeah, facts. Shout out to Hollow. Um, that's the goal. 
Um, I, I don't I don't think that's the say it loud goal, but it's a goal. It's always gonna be a goal. It's gonna you wanna keep that essence. Like I love that fucking essence. I love the old essence, man. I feel like that when that essence was created, it was a blueprint that could never fail. Right. And that's that's one of those things. That's 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 that that's a tower no fucking type of plane crashed and burned. You know what I mean? So like I'ma always keep that essence. And that's why me and Hollow are the way we are. Shout out to him again, is because he he knows what the sound is like today. Well, I don't give a fuck about sound. He be talking to me about sound and EQs and shit. I just be like, bro, talk English to me, bro. You know, right, like right, right, you, right. Know, you know what I'm saying? So like he um he's dope with making it sound right now, you know what I mean? And, and, and it, it fucking complements the essence I'm bringing, which makes it something, it makes it its own entity because Hollow and myself, we collided and formed something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out to that brother, man. That's And that's a good lesson for people. Like if people are watching this, like in, no, the people you love that kind of come out of nowhere, they all have an incredible team. Yeah. You know? Shout out to my entire team. Thanks. I don't think there are like accidental classic albums or whatever. Yeah. They come out of a great team uh, of, of people who are really sharp and really set each other off in meaningful ways. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's how me and Hollow met, man, was... um. I, I was opening up for Scarface and I met um I met his ho- I met his sensei Ari, but I met him years ago because I still had his fucking number in my phone when we was exchanging the numbers again or whatever. But Ari does all money bad yo shit. He did dog shit, Glock shit. Um you know what I mean I think he's doing some Gotti shit, I don't know. But um like yeah, he that's who Hollow studies under. So like um I remember playing when the black hand touched you. It was already done. I remember playing them. And Ari, being an engineer, he was like, is it done being mixed? I knew when I when I was when I was asked that question, I'm like, mm. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's done. You right. know what I'm saying? And I could remember seeing Hollow looking like, nah, this can't be done. And I called him. I said, bro, it was the I think it was the next night, because I was just sitting back listening to it. Because mind you, I don't give a f- it wasn't until I met Hollow that I, I was I don't give a fuck about how it sounds. I just want to put it out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, they can hear me. That's all I give a damn about. You know what I'm saying? And so I called Hollow, bro. I was like, yo, I said, nigga, you think this fucking album can sound better, bro? He was like, oh, my God, yes. I said, you want to touch it? He was like, yes, please let me touch it. So I went in, went to the studio I was in, um, got all the files, man, sent them to him, and voila. And That's, then, yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, he made it. I feel like he took it to a, a, another place. And oh. I'm, I'm glad he, yeah, me and him are like this now. And like, I, when you hear yeah. this new project, if you, you can hear it, the examples on the, on the, new, on the new ones, it's kind of like hidden hard now. Yep. And yep. he, I mean, look who he studied under. He known for making shit hard. Right. So, 
right? You know what I mean? So hollow. You know, it's kind of like like I'm a picky eater, but my wife is really dope at cooking. So she'll be Mm. like, Would you try this? And I'm like, if you make it, I'm in. Like, I believe in you. So that's kind of that, right? Like where you're just like, all right, man, you take this away. I believe in you. You know, that's when we made this project, the new project, man, I was like, bro, my job done, bro. I want you to do what you got to do and and make sure that shit sound fly. That's what I always tell my team. I'm like, man, y'all know me, bro. Mm-hmm. If it's not fly, I'm not going to do it. Right, Just make right. sure it's some fly shit, bro. You know, even my, even my um, film team, shout out to my homie um, slash director Josh mm-hmm. and, and, and the whole... You know what I'm saying? 143 team, shout out to Nate, Sam, Barry, all those cats. Like, like you said, like in the shutters video, I had the fucking coins on my eyes. Yep. And yep. I, I'm sure I, I when Josh asked me what I do, and I'm like, man, that shit don't sound fly. I mean, I know where it comes from, but that right. shit don't sound fly. But I trust them. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, let's try it. And it came out fly. And I just feel like when you got all those people around you who know you and at the same time want you to step out your comfort zone. Right. I think that's when the dopest art is created. So shout out to my entire team, man. Ish, Rosalino, Gavin, man, Kylan. You know what I'm saying? The whole 143 squad. Shout out to the whole team, man, because we we building something. I feel like is 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 going to leave a mark eventually. Absolutely, and if you are dope, but your shit is not there, look for the look to complete your team. You know what I mean? You yeah. might have somebody yeah. missing from your team, and that might be what's going on. Uh, so yeah, always be assessing the team. Um, cold with the art they call him luca da vinci thank you so much for being <laughs> appreciate here. that family yeah. i had so much fun uh talking to you any put it on record here anything you think is fucking great from memphis uh send it send it send this uh, i'm with easy it. i would All love right, cool I would love people to just do that from any angle of the country. Any, any, yeah. anywhere, you know, you think that shit is dope British rap, send it, fucking whatever. I'll yeah. figure Now, I got you. It's, some, it's a lot of dope shit that's not being seen here. I, I'll put you on game for sure. Love it. Love it. Hell yeah, okay. man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We will, you will definitely, I'll, I'll send you when we do our, uh, we got it, we got our mid year show coming up. The, mm-hmm. the where we we're gonna I'm gonna give my album of the year so far list and I'll I'll shoot that link over man it's it's gonna be competitive send this man <laughs> hell yeah Grand City's doing this. Kend- Kendrick ain't even dropped yet man no so, well that I love that shit I I think yeah the basic theme of the year is that um the pop space is kind of boring there isn't a lot going yeah. on in the pop space. Um, but the underground space has been super creative and super weird. Yeah, uh, and and everybody's different, man. So everybody's different. fucking different. 
Yeah, man. Like the underground here is different from Buffalo's underground. 100%. And everybody's totally finding the best of their own shit or experimenting, throwing weird shit together. Uh, It's a bunch of experiments, and I love that shit. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, man. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. I'm going to send you a link to the new project, man. Let's do that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I I send that to you. It's not, yeah. it, it'll be out late summer, early fall, but I'll let you jam to it, man. And I'll fuck with you. It's worth it to send me projects ahead of time because I do, I give, I give articulate feedback on what I like. Hell yeah. So, hell yeah. Thank you for stopping yeah. by. Uh, yeah, keep me abreast of anything. I appreciate it. Follow Cities of Eve, Bandcamp, Thanks. Twitter, Luca, IG. Uh, Yep. Big Luca on everything, man. Yeah. So, Luca. yeah. 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 I appreciate y'all for having me, family. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you. Salute.